Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Well, greetings and welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. It's me, your host, Damian Mason, with a great program for you today because this is about information that can help you, as we always do here at Cutting the Curve. You know, it's not just a podcast, it's videos, it's articles, it's entire platform on social media and on the internet. Go to extremeag.farm where you've probably already found this and see all of the stuff we've recorded, like 75 or 80 different videos just since I joined these people last summer. So great information today with AgroLiquids agronomist Stephanie Zelenko and regional sales manager Brian Waugh. We've got Kevin Matthews, one of the founders of Extreme Ag on here, and we're talking about getting back to the basics. You know what? If you want to be productive in your farming operation, it's neat to chase the, the shiny object. It's neat to chase after these, you know, really cool things you hear about. Maybe your buddy told you about it on some uh, Twitter thread, but the basics a lot of times can make you and not paying attention to the basics can break it. That's why AgroLiquid has produced 17 different videos now called Back to the Basics. Back to Basics is really about looking at your soil health, looking at your soil tests and saying, wow, what does all this mean? Now, we might be reluctant to admit it, but sometimes we pull all these soil tests and all these analysis, and it's a lot of different periodic symbols and then a lot of numbers what the heck's it all mean? That's what we're going to sort out today. And that's what Back to Basics serves to do. That's their video program. And also, Ben Kevin, with being a, a big agroliquid user, is going to share his two cents. First off, um, what do you look at when you get soil analysis, Kevin Matthews? I actually look at the pH. I want to see exactly where my pH is at in the soils, because that tells me how available all the other nutrients are. So, that's my number one priority. My number two for me is going to be my calcium to mag ratio. We got high mag soils and our goal is to make the calcium level higher. So we're trying to build that calcium to mag. We, we're wanting seven to eight times calcium than we do mag. And that takes and helps our clay soils become a lot more um, arable. Um, and they're, they're not as hard and porous. And it seems like we just get a lot better root production a lot better plant uh, plant growth when we can get that calcium to mag ratio balance. So, and that's such a challenge for us where we farm at. And you know, other areas has got high calcium, low mag. Other areas has got high pH. We're normally medium to low pH, so we're liming. So, uh, and we use calcitic lime. We used to look at this domatic lime. That was the cheapest source. Now we buy the right source, which we pay a lot more money for it but it's the right source. And when we get the correct lime there, it makes our fertilize work so much better. So that pH is the absolute number one thing first. If you can get it, you know, some areas, they just got a very high pH. They got to fight it the best way they can. But for our farming operation, that, that uh, 6.4 to 6.7 range, if I can get the whole farm in there, I feel like I've 
uh, got a lot of nutrients available there. And then I can really make the products from agri-liquids do a lot better job for me. Stephanie, at Commodity Classic, we talked, you, me, Galen, uh, Amy, all the people there with agri-liquid, and we talked about back to basics. It's an educational uh, series of videos and they don't, they're not long. They're not overly complex. And you said something along the lines of, we know that farmers have been instructed, pull soil tests, pull soil tests, get the, get the information. But then we got to admit that there's a lot to know when you're a farming operation, you've got to know how to market your stuff. You've got to know how to keep your equipment running, manage employees, uh, manage the weather, uh, you know, scout the crops, et cetera, et cetera. Do they get overlooked? Do the soil tests get pulled but not fully utilized is that the problem absolutely i think it depends upon the operation but in many cases as you mentioned farmers are dealing with many different aspects you know their their hybrids their varieties they want to use their crop protection plans and fertility is you know kind of on that back burner they don't oftentimes think about that they tend to do what they've done in the past or what their dads or grandfathers have done years before them and so they know now they need to pull a soil test, but all of those numbers kind of probably brings flashbacks to high school chemistry classes of what they are. And it's a lot of work to try to figure out what they mean. So if they don't understand, we made the back to basics series. So they can give you some quick highlights to how to understand that. And then a resource to go to talk to somebody that actually does understand those numbers. Brian, I asked you when we were at Commodity Classic, I said, okay, you're giving away a lot of information with this Back to Basics video series, but just to highlight it in case anybody wants to go and watch it or doesn't want to go and watch it, you said something along the lines of, we think an educated consumer of our product is a, is a better customer for us because then they understand that we're working with them on, on their most valuable resource, an acre of land. Uh, why should I tune into the Back to Basics educational series? You know, Kevin hit on a couple things right there, uh, maybe unintentionally, but he he went through it going, okay, this is how I look at a soil test. And a lot of growers don't don't really know that, the process of which you go through a soil test. One of the key things he mentioned there that was uh, probably the most telling is, you know, they knew that they needed a lime, but for a lot of years they were using dolomitic lime. And when high mag is one of the issues that they fight, Knowing and understanding that that calcium to mag ratio, as he talked about, all of a sudden that's a that's a real page turner from the standpoint of of what it can do with your overall uh, uh, a your input dollar and the then your out your outcome from that input dollar. <clears throat> calcium to mag ratio is his second thing he looks at. pH is the first thing that he looks at. Take me here, Miss Agronomist Stephanie. You're the agronomist. Is he looking at the right stuff or is back to basics is back to basics going to tell him, you know what, Kevin, that's not the first thing you should be looking at. That's not the second thing you should look at. That's the fourth and fifth things. What am I going to learn if I watch back to basics educational series? Am I going to learn that he's looking at the wrong stuff first? Nope, he's right on track. So the first thing that we cover is kind of the order of priority, which is CEC. So that's where his calcium magnesium kind of comes in, talking those percent base saturation. Wait a minute. For the person that's not well-versed, that loves this whole thing, is watching this, uh, our stuff to get to be smarter, you said CEC. We talked about it at the Commodity Classic. What's CEC? Right. So the CEC is your cation exchange capacity. And essentially, that's just going to be telling us what that holding capacity of the soil is. And it's a quick indicator 
uh, that I use it for is, are we dealing with a sandy soil or a clay heavy soil? So that's what I'm going to look at first to kind of figure out what condition I'm dealing with. You know, for Kevin's situation, he knows his soils, he knows his farms. So that's probably less critical for him. But me as an agronomist that works across the country, you know, I don't have that advantage of knowing what you work with every day. But then from there, absolutely, pH, those cations, your calcium, your magnesium, as Kevin talked, are the perfect place to start. Kevin, when I look at a soil analysis and I wanted to be an agronomist, I did. I was in soil judging FFA, went to the national soil analysis competition in Oklahoma. Man, I was going to be an agronomist. I'm just not as smart as Stephanie. That's why I didn't get to be an agronomist. It's too much science. So that's why I was an agricultural economics guy instead. But I deep down wanted to be an agronomist. I got to admit, when I look at a soil uh, test, there's too much on there. It overwhelms me. And there's some of those numbers I don't understand. You're a farmer. Are you, when you look at a soil test, are there numbers that you still don't fully understand or appreciate when you look at a soil test? Absolutely. When I was younger, there was, there's no question about that. But as I've gotten older, I, you know, I learned to dumb things down and get it, make it simple. And your laws of minimums come into play and you've got, you've got to start and you've got to start with one fix that limiting factor, then move to the next limiting factor. If you think you're gonna look at the soil test and get it all fixed with a couple soil samples and a couple calls to a great agronomist like Stephanie or, or some of her colleagues that can coach you and knows this stuff that we farmers don't know. And you know we're wearing so many hats. We gotta be the accountant, we gotta be the businessman, we gotta be the chemist for our plant health, we gotta be equipment, we gotta be electrician, we got all these things we're trying to do. So one thing that stands out about the extreme ag family is none of us are perfect at everything. We got a few things we're better at than others. And we recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses. And we work with each other to make a big team. Stephanie is part of that team. Um, you know, she done some things on our farm last year, Damien, that quite frankly, I would have never, ever done. And, uh, and we had some success and we had some not so good yields, but we had to see where those limiting factors were, but she had the knowledge to know how to mix and blend these different components to try to find what's going to work for us. And that's, that's a big deal right there is when you look at that soil sample, Damien, there's so many elements on there, so many possibilities, so many directions. And, and it's not that there's only one answer. There's a couple of different ones, but when you get the expertise of a good agronomy team, then in my opinion, as a farmer, then I can sit back and put faith in them that they're going to guide me in the right direction. Because the worst thing they want is a failure because the agronomist is a fertilized company service department. And I mean, I don't care how good your sales department is. If you ain't got a good service department, that sales is it's good for the first go round, but if you don't have success, that second go round, that salesman's waiting on that agronomist to figure out what he told Grom. So it's it's really a big deal to have that team approach. And this program at AgriLiquids has got it is pretty interesting, and I think it's well needed. I think it's very interesting that you said we're just going to do stuff. Uh, it's not pitch. It's not sales. You know, you handed me this card. It's just, and I went and looked at them, even though I was saying, why should I watch them? I've already watched like half a dozen of them. Uh, it's, it's, it's bringing it down to a level that's, it's not, it's not, it's not uh, PhD level chemistry, but admittedly, again, I still look at those soil tests and I'm going to ask you, Brian, I can look at pH 
I know it's supposed to be a while, you know, 6.8 to 7.2, right? Somewhere in there. And I can look at NPK. And then I like to look at organic matter because I'm doing stuff on my farm. I want to make sure that we're increasing organic matter if we can by just a little tenth of a percent per year or whatever. If I start getting down to these other things, and some of your videos are like about manganese or magnesium or, uh, or stuff that's a little bit out there, what is it you think that most most farmers overlook when it gets down to the lower part of that soil test? Well, some of the things that, uh, you know, a lot of growers over the years and Stephanie made the comment that they're maybe doing the same fertility program that their dads and the granddads were using. As you start looking at farms like, uh, uh, you know, Matthew's family farms and, and, and the others with the extreme ag, they're kind of looking for that next echelon. We're always striving for that next level of yield. And uh, another thing Kevin said was the law of minimums, you know, Liebig's law of minimums. We can have all the nitrogen taken care of. We can take our phosphorus taken care of. But then all of a sudden, if one limiting factor like boron, that's a leachable nutrient, yep. if we don't address it, now all of a sudden we get tipped back and we, 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 we miss that opportunity for the maximum yield because that was the nutrient that was in the, uh, uh, the least likely to have a, an opportunity for success. When you looked at your uh, things, uh, you said, Kevin, 20, 30 years ago, there's a lot of those numbers that didn't make sense to you. Now you've made it so that you're better educated about even the little numbers or the elements that we almost forgot what the, what the element stands for from high school chemistry. What's the one that you think you were missing until just five or 10 years ago? What's the big, what was the biggest hole? What was the biggest miss on your analysis of your soil tests? Oh, ten, 10 years ago is absolutely calcium to mag. I mean, just how important that calcium to mag ratio was. And, and, uh, and the fact that, you know, we always bought our lime and, and I think this is universal too. We, we always bought the lime at the closest point that was the cheapest source to buy. And we didn't look at the fact that it wasn't the correct lime to buy. And, when I, as I've traveled and had the opportunity to go all over the United States and, and Israel, different parts of the world, that's the one thing that I've noticed so common is it's just a normal reaction that you want to buy the closest, cheapest source. But lime is really like fertilizer. All limes are not the same and all fertilizers are not the same. There's a lot of differences there. And you, you know, you're trying to get that pH right. And then here we're trying to get the calcium to mag magnesium ratios right. And, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I never thought a thing about how important those ratios are. And, you know, a lot of it was a lot of years of soil sampling and doing spreadsheets and seeing what my problem was, trying to find that limiting factor. And then just networking with some real great, smart people across the United States for the last 20 years has been my biggest success. I mean, my background is electronic engineering. It's not soil science or crop science. And so I had to, I had to surround myself with people that, that was really good in their field because I knew I was very weak at it. Stephanie, when you look at, you know, you created this series to make your clients and your customers and the folks, you know, better educated about the basics. Um, some of this stuff sounds a little bit more than basics. <laughs> I, basics to me are NPK, throwing out some fertilizer, making sure you got lime on the field. And then Kevin just said calcium to mag ratio. Is that basic or is that, or is that 
is that is that second level stuff? It doesn't sound very basic to me, and it sounds like maybe maybe we're talking stuff that's that are, are we beyond basic? Is that what I'm hearing here? Well, understanding why those nutrients are important and what the ratio is and why it's important is basic. Getting into the specifics of what that ratio is and what you can do to correct that is getting a little bit more on the advanced side. Mm-hmm. All right. So what basics do you think are being missed, which is one of the reasons that you and Brian, Kevin's beyond that now, because 10 years ago, he started looking at calcium to mag ratios. What's some that you think uh, are being missed? What's some of the basics that are being missed on farms across America that you think you can help? I think we're getting better with this now that we're shooting for higher yields and there's a lot more, you know, influencer groups like extreme ag that are out there talking about it, but micronutrients probably is the number one thing that's been missed over time. There's still a lot of soil test labs that don't even report micronutrients, or if they're out pulling multiple samples, they'll get it on one out of every 20 reports. And if you don't know what your levels are, then it's really hard to address those needs. And in many cases, growers aren't you know, putting micronutrients into their fertility program um, because it's very difficult to dry spread small amounts of nutrients consistently over wide numbers of acres. So that's where, you know, liquids come in that you can more effectively apply those micronutrients and make that difference. All right, Brian, since you and I are the two uh, folks over here that uh, we're, 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 we're not just agronomists like Ms. Stephanie, and we don't have our hands in the dirt as much as Kevin, I'm gonna go ahead and admit to you, and then you can maybe help me out, or maybe we'll just be the two that never get this. I didn't know there's two different kinds of lime either. You said something about dolomitic and another kind. And Kevin says that he didn't even think that it mattered. You should get the stuff that's closest. I was still thinking there's a stone quarry six miles from my farm. If I need lime, why the hell would I just get it there? What's the difference in lime? Brian, help me out. Yeah, so there there are a lot of different ways that you can get your calcium. Uh, gypsum is one that we utilize quite a bit because the, uh, the, the fact that we need a little bit of sulfur. Um, I was going to mention earlier, you know, uh, you asked Kevin what some of the things that have changed over the last 10 years. The imp- the improvement of sulfur applications have been huge in the last 10, 15 years. Uh, but you've got dolomitic lime, which is going to be a, you know, have some magnesium along with it. And then you've just, you know, you've got a, a calcitic lime, you know, just a lime that most guys uh, would pick up at any quarry that's close to them. Um, so there's different types of lime out there, uh, forms that you can get from a processing plant that that provides a liquid lime. Um, it's just taking a look at what types of lime are available to you uh, and then uh, how quickly that they can uh, react within your soil. All right. We, we think with formats like Extreme Ag, we're here to help farmers be better at their game, you know, better at the business. And it's everything from agronomics to the economics, to working with the family, to passing on the next generation, to practices within the family or farming business, whatever. But specifically about agronomy, which is what Back to Basics is all about, is about agronomy. Are we better about our basics throughout all of North American ag now than we were 40 years ago when I'm growing up on a farm? Are we better at the basics now, Stephanie? Are we are we um, still uh, where we were back then? We're absolutely getting better. You know, companies are doing a better job at promoting that. Are we at the best that we can be? Absolutely not. But you know, as a whole, farmers are getting much better at knowing what they need and asking for help 
Um, we just need to make sure that they're asking the right people so they can understand that information that they're gathering. Like if you look at, you know, GPS technology and yield maps, you know, like we're collecting tons and tons of data. It's just how we utilize that data to make a difference in our operation. Kevin, you said calcium to mag ratio is one you were missing 10 years ago. Is there anything you've discovered since then that might still qualify as a basics of soil health? Or do you think that you've started getting your basics figured out a little sooner than maybe uh, uh, others? Chuck, in this business every year throws a different curveball at you. Right? When you think you got it figured out, it throws something else to try to try to figure out. You know, the, the technologies come a long way you know what you know last year i hadn't even told stephanie about this some of the high rates in for fertilizer that we used in research plots to see try to find that level for the customer what's a high rate and what's a low rate what works in these soils and that's the beauty of you know what we do we can work with stephanie and and the guys and they can kind of come up with these crazy concoctions and these high rates and see if we can hurt something or help something but now with the technology, one of our planters this year is having the, we'll have the select shot on it so we can actually uh, pick where we want that fertilizer to go. So we're actually doing a program so that when we do the plots for Stephanie this year and AgriLiquids team, there will be no fertilizer put directly on the seed. There'll be a one inch swath that they won't be fertilized and then a half inch off the seed each side is gonna have our fertilized. So that way, we can go back and play with those high rates and see that might be the game changer right there. I mean, because obviously if you get too high rate in on that seedling, when it emerges, you can get some injury there, even with some of the most safest fertilizers out there. But, and I'm talking excessive rates, but now we get to play because we can decide where we want that fertilizer to be. I mean, who would ever dream that you could actually precisely wrap that fertilizer in the area around the seed or off the seed or whatnot, like we'll be doing this year. So it, you know, Damien, it's, it's kind of a, you know, between technology and opportunity um, is changing all the time. And so to sit here and say, there's just one thing, there's not, you, you gotta be open to change and open to try new things. And, but the biggest thing is if, if you don't understand, just, just start asking questions. Cause there's a, there's a lot of team out there that can help you. And I guess that's one thing I'm excited about. Yeah, well, that's why I'm excited about also. Basically, what you just described right there, Kevin, is you're doing better at the basics because of the technology or the equipment to put the basics where they need to be. Essentially, you're talking about being able to put better fertility closer to the seed in a timely – you're covering the basics better because of better technology. Is that what I'm hearing? That's it. And, you know, one of the biggest things, Damien, and, and it really, it kind of, when you get, you know, we're, we've got this label high yield group. I, I wish we didn't have it. But um, when you get that label, they assume you know everything. And lots of times we have to, ourselves, we go back and to the, we need to go back to the basics. Every year we go back to the basics and look to see maybe we was not looking at it correctly previously. What, what are we missing? What, you know, what can we change to make it better on the more advanced side? So every one of us growers out there, no matter how much experience we have, really need to go back and pay attention to the basics. Cause it, I mean, it all starts. I mean, electronic engineering, anytime you got a question, go back to the source and the source is your basics. So you always make sure you got a good source to start. 
Uh, Brian, I, I got to tell you, though, you're out there trying to sell stuff. Let's face it. Basics are boring. Basics are basics aren't sexy. I want the newest, shiniest thing that everybody's talking about. The guys at the coffee shop are saying, did you hear about this? Hey, did you see that on Twitter? I want the sexiest, newest, stupidest thing going to hell with the basics. Am I right? It's easier, most, to sell, it's easier to sell the sexy. It's easier it to sell the new crazy thing that everybody's doing. Come on, man. All the cool kids are doing it. And I will tell you that uh, in, in my world, and I've been with AgroLiquid for 20 years, uh, you know, uh, fertilizer is not sexy uh, for most people. But there are a certain group of people that really do find, uh, you know, when they really start delving into the in, in, to understanding uh, crop nutrients and how to get the most out of that crop, and that's where, you know, Kevin's at right now with their group is just trying to get that next level of production out of the ground. And we've got new technologies in, within fertilizer. Um, but, you know, the thing that I tell people about fertilizer is you'll place that early on in the season. You don't see the outcome till the end versus when you jump on a brand new tractor with the latest, greatest equipment in it, man, you can touch it, feel it, smell it. And, uh, and it gets you all excited. You know, fertilizer is one of those things that you, you, have, to, you have to see it all year long and uh, the, the outcomes at the end of the year. So it's a little yeah, tough. I disagree. He's wrong, Damien. He don't okay. know what he's talking about. See? See, let me tell you, Brian, you get hold of some bad fertilizer that don't go with anything. It don't mix well. It is just a nightmare in a 24-row planter. Let me tell you. Clean, good fertilize can be sexy because yeah. it will be a big reward that you like. So I can't agree with you on that. Good quality fertilize is top notch. Well, fortunately for me, that's all we deal with. So, <laughs> so you're spoiled. You didn't even realize there's bad stuff out there. <laughs> I want to throw uh, wrapping things up here with Stephanie. Uh, you know, we're supportive, obviously, Extreme Ag, of what's happened at your Bake to Basics educational series. Like I said, I've watched a half dozen of them. I think it's cool. But here's what's interesting. The person listening might say, well, wait a minute. All this basic stuff, Extreme Ag is all about touting new product trials. Uh, Kevin and his buddy Kelly and Matt and Chad and Lee, they're out there doing all this outlandish, crazy stuff. And they're not, they're not just sticking with the basics. They're trying all kinds of crazy stuff. They're sticking soybeans in the ground in November. They're doing all the. I would say this. You can do the experiment with the new shiny object only after you have a real good mastery of the basics. And even Kevin admits he's never mastered it but, but because it keeps changing. But it, it, but when you get the foundation of basics right, then you can go from there. And maybe other people are chasing the shiny object before they've got the foundation of the basics. Does that sound accurate, Stephanie? It does, for sure. And maybe the shiny object is something that's been missing off that soil test that they haven't addressed. You know, it could be manganese or iron, and that could be the thing they shoot for this year. And then once they get all those basics lined up, they'll be good to go for new shiny objects. <clears throat> Kevin, am I right that you, you don't mind dabbling in shiny objects, but you make darn sure every year that you're paying a lot of attention to the foundation, which is the basics? Yeah. Yep, there's no question. I like them shiny coins and shiny dollars pretty well. I like it. 
Yeah. You only get you only get to the shiny dollars though if you got your basics, right? About the back to the basics. To get shiny dollars. About the back to basics video series. You got 17 of them out. What uh what's one new one that you even produced that you thought, boy, this is starting to get a little bit crazy. I hadn't even thought of this. Brian's or anything in the 17 of them that you thought, man, this is kind of new to me. There were a couple of them that were more difficult than others. Uh copper was one of them. Uh, you know, some of those micronutrients, you know, that you don't, uh, we, we, we did one on molybdenum, um, which isn't necessarily something that really, A, it doesn't just roll off everybody's tongue, um, but it's something that's becoming of interest in legume crops. And so the importance of, uh, of nickel and uh, molybdenum, some of those things. So we did talk about those in one of the series uh, that, that, that was a little more challenging than maybe nitrogen or phosphorus. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, well, I don't ever remember talking about molybdenum in uh, soils class in 1986. So it's 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 definitely it's, it might be basic now. It certainly wasn't a few generations or a few years ago. You're kind of the 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 grandmother of this thing, aren't you, Stephanie? On the back to basics, and you said uh, I want it to I want to spread the knowledge. So uh, what what do I need to know that we haven't talked about so far? I think we've covered a lot of it, but again, you know, just kind of reiterate, you know, looking, you know, the Back to Basics series breaks down all of those components to a soil test one by one. Short videos, five or six minutes a piece, so you're not overwhelmed, and then gives you some suggestions where to go from there. And then again, work with somebody that understands those numbers that can help you make some of those management decisions for your operation. Kevin, you said two things I wrote down. Uh, you're not going to fix your soil uh problems in uh two two soil samples or one treatment and then you also said you look at fixing limiting factors those are the two things i wrote down you want to expand on either of those on the way out the door here for this episode well i mean that's that's the, just something that we do on our farm and uh, you know i i just you can't change it overnight you got to have a plan the the good thing is when you know what your limiting factors are um and you're you're abandoning a good product uh, in the orthophosphate type product in furrow or or even in a two by two if you know what your limiting factors are then then and you share it with people like stephanie and brian then they can accommodate a program to address those limiting factors and you know hopefully you've got some tissue samples to go along with that as well and they can see how it reacted the previous year and what the plants were slacking and, and that that's like building the perfect roadmap for for Brian and Stephanie is when when me as the customer can provide them my soil samples and my tissue samples from my previous crops and they can say okay well you're low in this and soil or you're high in this and this tying up this element so we're gonna and and see it's not getting into the plant here's why I say that you're low in on this and your tissue samples so if we can address this up front and get it in those roots of that plant that makes a lot better performing package for me as a grower. And it also gives Brian and Stephanie a lot better understanding of what they're working with to make sure the possibilities of successes are much higher with that said. But then one, one thing I, I'll ask Brian and Stephanie is, okay, where, you know, where do I go to, if I want to, if I want, you know, people listening and myself want to go see these back to basics, how easy accessible are they? Where do I go to find them at? Stephanie, I'll let you take that. All right. So the AgroLiquid website, agroliquid.com. There's a search option. Just do back the number two basics. So back to basics. And that has the link to all of it. There you go. 
All you have to do is put in an email address. That way we can give you access to that account. And as I said, there's, you know, five to eight minute long videos, quick and easy, do them in order. And we did five or so minutes long because we figured that's about the average time your auto steer runs from one end of the field to the other. So you can watch one video before you have to turn around. You you done forgot what our fields look like. Five minutes and finish that field and fold up going to the next. Five to, eight, five to eight minutes, they've they've turned the wheel seven times. But the good thing is they don't have to turn their wheels here. They got auto steer. Hey, uh, the main thing here is you don't have to be a customer of Agro Liquid. Uh, you don't have to pay money to Extreme Ag. You can obviously get all kinds of information here at extremeag.farm, all sorts of videos that uh, we've produced that are for your benefit. And also you can go to agroliquid.com and find their Back to Basics series, and it's free. And so, you know, it makes you better. And as Brian says, if you're if you're more knowledgeable, then you understand uh, what it is we can do to help you. And, and it's not it's not a hard sales pitch at that point. It's just what are you what are you lacking? And today, I learned about the two different types of lime. Uh, back to basics. You know, the extreme ag people are all about pushing it to the next level for your farming operation. But you don't get there by skipping the fundamentals. And the fundamentals and the foundation are the basics. That's why this is such a great time between what Agro Liquid is doing and what Extreme Ag is doing. We're going to wrap this episode here. Brian Waugh, thanks for coming to us from your basement. If you're watching, dear viewer, you'll notice he's got two of my stickers on his wall from the last time I did a speaking engagement with his company years ago. And then Stephanie Zelenko, Michigan's own uh, agronomist. Uh, extraordinaire, and then Extreme Ag founder Kevin Matthews, who's got to get back to the field because it's April, North Carolina, it's time to farm. I'm Damian Mason. Thanks for being here. Till next time, share this with a friend and join us for more great information. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems the leader in agriculture water management solutions.